is on. Are you ready, my guy? You know, I actually wasn't too ready, but now I gotta be ready. Well, no you regrets. You don't have to be ready. I mean, you could lay back down if you want. It's no big deal. Oh, I can just talk. Heck no, man. That's that's one person. That's not a podcast. I mean, I guess it is a podcast. Yeah, look but... at. I mean, there's all kinds of people who have like one man shows. We do it all the time. Comedians. Comedians mostly. I think Chris Hardwick. He used to have that duo thing, and then I don't know anything about Chris Hardwick. He used to. He, he does a lot of random things. Talking Dead. He's a diddler, evidently. Found innocent. Went back to work. That's just how it be. I, I don't know. Uh, but uh, it's 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 been an interesting week. <laughs> for sure, for sure, definitely an interesting we, week. We had Valentine's Day come up, so that was pretty cool. Uh, then we found out that uh. Jesse Smollett from Empire. Oh, I'm sorry, Jesse. Jesse, not Jesse. Not to be confused with Jesse, like a regular person's name. Uh, Jesse Smollett from Empire. Uh, he was the victim of a hate crime, but it turns out he uh, most likely he tried- set it up himself. I think he just hates himself. <laughs> uh, yeah, he hired two uh, two really you know darker two, fellers, two swole dudes uh, of of a darker skin tone to go out and I guess get ski masks. MAGA hats to then proceed to beat him up for being honestly you know what that sounds you, you know what that sounds like it sounds like a really shitty youtube skit from like 2009 maybe 2010 where like you could like still have edgy comedy on the internet and no one was gonna get on your case about it Mm-mm. they're like, like oh hate the back then I, I i'm on it i swear to god back then hate crimes were probably one of the funnier things <clears throat> I'm not saying that I personally find hate crimes funny. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying just, I think in general, like the vibe of the internet at that time. Like it, it could have been like a good prank thing. Like, oh, yeah. it was a prank. But no, this dude straight up said, hey, police, they hit me because I'm gay. <laughs> and now, now you got black people and gay people and every liberal and conservative to be like, you're trash. You're trash, dog. <laughs> you, need to, you need to reorganize your profile. You're just... You just need to get your life back together, dog. Nothing unifies society quicker than calling out someone for, for their dishonest behavior. <laughs> yeah, uh, calling. I I don't know. I, and it's see, like even if you're honest, people will call you out. It's just like there's no happy. Me, you just can't please nobody. Well, here's my whole thing. Like I, I guess I don't really understand because this dude's got mad money. What what does he need to be victimized for? Like he he's good getting good money. He's on a good like a very successful like TV show. But he's just like, it's not good enough. Yeah. I need to go all out. And he, they, they really beat him up. I mean, he was like, hey, beat me up. Don't make it, you know, don't hold your punches. And they were like, okay, brother. <laughs> yeah, and it, I, I think it's one of those things. I saw a post that it said, you know, we're now living in a society where uh, victimization is used as currency. And I think that's, I think that for the most part, that's a that's a pretty fair point that it is. And I, and I think that's not where this country should be going like you shouldn't want to be victimized to 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 put your name out there i'm not gonna hire two guys to come in here at some random recording of our podcast and have them beat the shit out of us so you know hey you're bald yeah the people who are listening or you know are are gonna feel bad for us if anything if i found out that Mm -hmm. someone i was like you know a fan of Mm -hmm. That's what they did. I'd be like, "Are you serious?" I'd be like, "Who are you?" You're a scumbag. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan of your content already. I don't need to feel bad for you on top of it. Like you're making more money than me. Why am I feeling bad for you? Yeah. If anything, <laughs> you should feel bad for me. Give me some of that give, money. Give man. me thirty five hundred, and I'll fucking tell you that you're the coolest guy on the planet. I'll do it for a ham sandwich. Honestly, <laughs> I'll do it if you're a genuinely good guy. If you say hello to me, I'm like, that's a pretty nice guy. And I speak from experience. I've had people that I know walk past me at the mall, and I'm like, you know what? Forget you, dude. That's true. I remember very distinctly a very, uh, a very prominent person in our in our friendship circle not saying hi to us at the mall. If you're listening to this, you probably don't know who it is, but we know. Just know the truth is out there. We know we're me, me and me and Brendan are Mulder and Scully. I'm Mulder. He's Scully. I'm skeptical about everything, but I support my friend. <laughs> but 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 deep deep down, you kind of know it's true, but you don't want to admit it. It's like you're too far into the lie, and you just you it's too late. You can't back out. Man, and somehow it comes to that whole man X Files because we talked about that whole you know if if NASA showed up at your door last week too, just to kind of segue from the Jesse thing. Like we'll we'll get back to it, but then you showed me an article about NASA looking for two Jokers. To keep morale high in outer space. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, 
I don't want to go to them. <laughs> like, I don't want to... Okay. Because what... Because you... Hear me out. Yeah, I'm there to boost morale. But what happens is I'm the one that needs the morale Yeah. Boost. What, what, what happens if the two Jokers <laughs> need the Jokers? Yeah, because we're the most underqualified to be in space. By far. So we're By stressing far. out, like, what if we blow up? And they're like, oh, don't worry. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And they're like, you're stressing me out. What? You're stressing me out, dude. It's like... Because, like, okay, so, like, in the movie The Martian, all of those guys who went to that uh-huh. planet, everybody who went had some sort of degree, whether mm-hmm. it was a doctorate or a master's or whatever the case may be, uh-huh. in some field of science that uh-huh. was obviously beneficial to their mission. Right. Add two fucking scumbags <laughs> who don't have degrees in anything other than I'm kind of funny sometimes. I just kind of showed up. I know. just kind of accident. I accidentally walked into the fucking into NASA, and they were like, "Oh, hey, you're that guy!" Ha 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 ha. Could you imagine like just like some weird random comedian like like Carrot Top going to space? <laughs> That'd be so gross. He'd, so- be, he'd be doing space coke and just hitting people in the head with plastic hammers. Not even he's trying to do prop comedy. Like, whoa! <laughs> you just attach the the oxygen. Whoa! <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get let's 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 try to rein ourselves back in here and get a, a so, back on topic a back little bit. To on topic. So Jesse is ruining his career. He's ruining lives for the gays, the blacks, anyone you know who can, you know. It's one of those things where I went into this kind of guard, like, okay, maybe he's telling the truth, but I learned my lesson after I, I was defending Bill Cosby. I was like, yo, he can't be doing it. So I'm thinking, okay, you know what? Can't be wrong two times. Now I guess I'm wrong twice in a row now. But what gets me is you know, what what city did this happen in? You know what city it was? Uh, sh- Chicago. Chicago. That's right. Now, <clears throat> you know, Chicago is the windy city. Chicago's known for a lot of things. You know, uh, one of them being the Chicago Bulls, especially when Michael Jordan was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also going to kind of bring us into the next thing that I wanted to talk about. Uh, R and B legend, said Quote, with quotes, uh, R. Kelly, who has uh, since been. I don't know if it's evicted or just left his Chicago studio that he hasn't been making payments on uh, because, well, one, he's not making payments, and two, this dude, homeboy, thinks it's okay. is a fucking creep. To be with them young girls. Now, here's the thing that gets me about dude this. Dude is right? a goon. I, I grew up, you know, I was born in the 90s, all right? I'm showing my age here. You know, I'm, you were born in the 90s, too. It's I, just... I think so. I was born in the 1890s, though, so oh, I, yeah. I know a lot of shit. He's he been around a minute, man. So, <laughs> what this comes down to is, growing up, I watched the movie, my, my first exposure to R. Kelly, so I, I may have heard his music, but the real first exposure was through Space Jam, because they had that cool music video for, I believe mm-hmm, yep, I can yep. fly, and then they had all the jokes, you know, I got shot by the pizza guy, so it's uh-huh, a kid, that's yeah. what it was. Now, as a kid, I'm hearing that this R&B legend out there peeing on girls. I was like, okay. Mind you, obviously for the people who are not in the loop, mm-hmm. the whole peeing on the people thing, that was years ago. That Long was like early two thousands. I I was a I, rem- child. I remember hearing about it for mm-hmm. sure. I remember it was it was national news, mm-hmm. and then uh, if I remember correctly, I th- I want to s- I can't remember if they settled out of <clears throat> out of court or <clears throat> if whatever he was you know being charged with at the time. I I don't I I can't remember if he was actually charged with that or not. If I'm being completely honest. But you know what? We we we, we know we know he did it. Yeah, yeah everybody knows. Everyone and their grandma knew he did it. Now, here's what gets me about it. So I grew up my whole life. I'm knowing R. Kelly is a weirdo and he likes young kids. All right, whatever. You know, it's not a thing. Come to find out, this dude's still making music. He's still popular. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Let's fast forward. Lifetime has that whole documentary about old boy. Yep. And everything starts coming to light. And people are like, hey, R. Kelly is a weirdo. And I'm sitting here like, yeah, dude. Where have you been for the past, like, 20 years? Yeah. This dude's been peeing on little girls. Like, well, did you know he, he, he like, uh, sex slaves? Like, yes, his house got robbed in Atlanta maybe two years ago. They found a sex dungeon in his house <laughs> in Atlanta. And even then, I was like, yeah, dude. Dude's a weirdo. No, it took a lifetime documentary for people to be like, wait a minute. He's a weirdo. But here's where it gets weird. People are defending this guy, saying, no, 
It's okay. He has a good voice. Good. I don't listen. You know who else has a good voice? Not necessarily that this is the best of comparisons, mm-hmm. but you know who else has a good voice? Who? Chris Brown, and he's a fucking woman beater. And you cannot change any female's mind who think that he's attractive and that he makes some of the best music in the world. That he is there. It's like I don't understand what it is. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that all women are like this, and it's that it's just women. Uh-huh. But I don't understand this this mentality of defending someone who is famous. Mm-hmm. Simply because they're famous. Or, oh, I like their music. Like, you have to understand that, like, as a regular person in society, that you should be able to find the faults of the people that you are a fan of Mm -hmm. and understand that, okay, not only are they human and they do have faults, whether they're, like, major faults, like peeing on people... Or little faults like a uh, homeboy, you know, got into a car accident a couple years ago and drove off. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's what you, you have to understand that people aren't perfect and mm. that you don't have to, you know, hide behind the fame of those people and be like, oh, yeah, like that's what that like I'm going to defend this person mm-hmm. through thick and thin. They don't know you. It's not like you're best friends with R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. It's not like you've been R. Kelly's homeboy for 30 fucking years. Right. And, you know, like, and don't get me wrong. I understand that, you know, certain celebrities, whether they're musicians or, you know, actors or actresses or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, I understand that certain people have huge followings and they do have loyal fans. I'm not saying that being a loyal fan is a bad thing. Right. But as a loyal fan, you should, like, be able to take a step back and be like, no, dude, that's it. That's where I draw the line. You can, you know, you can do whatever you want except those things. And I guess another part of it is just it's so crazy because you got to think this dude is just constantly on one. His music, it just has a whole new meaning to it. And it's like... This dude, like, he's giving interviews, and he, he's talking that real creepy stuff. Like, you know, my mom's one of the most important women in my life. You know, I could if I could marry her, I would. You know, we used to go to McDonald's, and he, I, I, I kid you not, he said this. They would share a cup of coffee, so his mom would drink it, give him the coffee. He would turn it to where her lipstick was, and then drink it from there, because he was like, you know, that's, you know, I love that woman. I'm like, yo, dude, Oedipus Complex out the wazoo. And for those of you that don't know what Oedipus Complex is, I'll be kind enough to let Brandon explain how that works. Let me tell you, he is, as Bo Burnham so very clearly put it, the original motherfucker. Disgusting, man. And I guess it just confuses me because you don't need to be this weird and creepy. You you have so much money. And that's it comes back to this. You have all this money. You, Jussie, anyone else... What do you need to be doing? Lying, diddling kids, doing whatever. You, you, what do you look? If I had that much money, guess what I'd be doing? Chilling. Nothing. I'd be, I'd be doing absolutely nothing. I'd probably I be would, investing it, make a business, but that's it. I would probably do the exact same thing that I'm doing right now, which is absolutely fucking nothing. And like, don't get me wrong. I understand that. Like, yes, I I'm a, I'm I'm quite the firm believer that money changes people because it does. Mm-hmm. Like, you can see people who you know grew up and then became famous and then all of a sudden they for you know they forget where they come from and it takes like some kind of humbling act mm-hmm. like them losing all of their friends or their family or what may have you to realize that just because I have money doesn't mean that I can't be a decent person and the other thing that gets me is people are like all oh, these women is lying it's like okay I, I can get where you're coming from because yeah that can happen but they got this dude on tape with the underage girls doing the, the, the thing. And I'm like, bro, it's a rap. I've been knowing about this since I was a kid. It should have been a rap then. Mm-hmm. Y'all waited and waited. And now you got all... Bro, it's a rap. R. Kelly, dude. He, he gonna... I don't know if he got to face some of that jail time, man. But I don't know if he will face jail time. Because it seems like rich people get this special privilege that a lot of not-so-rich people don't get. Like uh, another famous... I'm going to say this in quotes, pedophile, because of what we've been exposed to and what he's been charged with. Uh, that rapper, Takashi 69 just avoided all prison time for ratting on everybody. Literally ratting on everybody. And this dude admitted, he admitted to paying someone to put a hit on somebody else. And they said, well, you're good to go now. What? Like, what? 
it it's just it's it, I don't know. I think I think money is I, money obviously serves a purpose in mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, like our like our good friend Ryan. Shout out to our dog. Woo-hoo. You know, like he said, obviously money is not a weird concept. Obviously, you trade this this piece of paper or these metal circles mm-hmm. for goods and services. Obviously, you know, you could use anything as money. You could barter with the things that you have, kind of like they used to back in the day before, uh-huh. you know, currency was established, whatever. Right. But for some reason, people get a little bit of that bread, get a little bit of that dough in their pocket. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, all of my morals and all of my convictions that I've had growing up, out the window. Don't care about it. Why? I just got... I just got a hundred G's for helping some dude out for, you know, doing something with a case or whatever. I'm not, okay, and again, I'm not saying uh-huh. that 6 9 or his crew bribed anyone in that jury or uh-huh. the judge or anybody in there. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's the case. And I'm not saying that, you know, that's the case for everyone who is rich who has all of these things. Uh-huh. But... It wouldn't surprise me if in, you know, six months, let's say, mm-hmm. that that was found out, that that judges on corruption charges. It happens all the fucking time. Well, here's what gets me. So, they're going to put this guy in witness protection, and I'm just... Oh, he's got a giant 69 on his forehead. You can't hide. You're going <laughs> to wear makeup for the rest of your life? Dude, he's got the rainbow hair, the 69 on his face, all the tattoos. He's very distinctive. It's like, bro... It's like, dude, people know who you are. They know what you, what you look like. Even if you covered up all of the tattoos, right? And even if you maybe cut your hair, dyed it, whatever the case may be. Uh, bro, people, you have a fucking recognizable face. Mm-hmm. People know who you are. It's not like back in the day, you know, like with Goodfellas, for instance, when mm-hmm. Homeboy got sent into, into witness protection, where it's like, oh, you know, he's just kind of like an average guy. This the only is a real... celebrity superstar, millionaire. And, and, and in today's day and age, it's so much harder to just disappear like that. Like, the only way that I can see him disappearing mm-hmm. is them taking him to a bunker in Montana... And that's just where he lives with everybody else who's famous and has been put into witness protection. That's where they all live. It's just this bunker. It's just it's like an El Chapo compound out there, where no one. It's kind of like the Area Fifty One of oh, witness no. protection. No one is allowed within like a ten mile radius. Uh, it's constantly being guarded by you know the military. <laughs> they got to eat out of a trough. And yes. it's like, hey. <laughs> you know, and it's just like. Would you have rather been in prison or here? Well, in prison, they got cable is all I'm saying. And it's like, oh, well, you want cable? Well, maybe you shouldn't have committed all those crimes, you scumbag. And, and on top of that, you're a rat. That's why you're here. Yeah, man, you'd rather be here than in, the, in you know, the prison getting the shank for being the rat, you know? Hey, shink, shink. I, I heard from someone sometime, uh, one time, uh, slash don't stab. Hey man, I, I I don't know anything about that. I've never been to prison. I'm I'm not trying to go to prison anytime soon. I ain't writing on nobody. And I'm not I'm a saying? rat. It's it. I I think as like a, I don't know. I just don't understand how you know, fundamentally you could just turn your back on on your boys. If if I have to be completely honest though, I think the only person I really rat on is myself. <laughs> yeah, and it, and honestly, it wouldn't even be on purpose. No, it, I like I'd get I'd get sidetracked or something and just or, start telling a story and or, be like, oh, there was that one time I killed those people. Or, or, <laughs> or no one tells you what's going on. Someone's like, hey, where are they at? Oh yeah, they're over here. Thanks. And then they're like, hey, no yeah, one told me. Yeah, it, ha- it happens. Like, you know, it's just it's one of those things. It's not like because like for me personally, I think if. If you're a rat, mm-hmm. and if you rat on anybody that you were semi-close to at all, mm-hmm. I do not care about you anymore as a person. Whether I know you or not, if I find out that you're a rat, it's like, dude, it's game over. How could anybody trust you ever again? And you know how you get to prison? You get arrested. And who arrests you? The cops. The cops. Speaking of cops. Cops. Are you talking about Bad Boys, the theme song? Bro, that song been stuck in your head. All week, For dude. A week. All week. <laughs> Have you even watched any episodes of Cops? I haven't it watched just... an episode of Cops in probably five or six years. <laughs> Bro, let me tell you something. That theme song, because we talked about it, because you asked me, like, hey, you ever just unironically listen to the Cops theme song? And I was like, yeah. 
I do, and I had to open up to you about that whole... Uh, Oh, about how you montage yourself, whether you're the criminal or the cop? Sometimes it's just both. Like, I'm chasing myself, dude. I'm like, yo, this is vivid. Bad boys, bad boys. Oh, there I go. I'm running. I'm running. I'm hopping the fence. I'm tasing myself. Ooh. That sounds like a wild-ass dream. Dude, and it, the thing is, I'm completely awake for all of it. I'm yeah. just envisioning. Because that song, dude. What you gonna, what you gonna, what you gonna do? And I'm like, yeah, what you gonna do? I think, okay, so for me... Growing up and knowing that Cops was a TV show, obviously you hear the theme song, Bad Boys, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anytime you hear that, you probably in for some good that, good TV. That pelvic thrust. You know, you're probably in for some good TV. Obviously, Cops is one of those shows where it's kind of like, it's that weird reality TV where, mm-hmm. could it be real? Yeah. Could it be fake? Yeah. Who knows? I think... Cops was one of the very few shows that probably, you know, divvied, real. divvied that fine line, but probably more went towards well, the real life aspect of it. And the only reason that I would believe real is because, and we talked about this not too long ago, you and me just by ourselves, uh, is that there was a guy that got, the cameraman, oh, that, the got cameraman that got shot at that Burger King uh-huh. when they were filming that episode, yeah. Um, so I'm like, well, they was really on scene. Yeah, they was, they was really chasing bad guys. And, <laughs> you know, but for me... Growing up and watching the and and watching cops and knowing that theme song mm-hmm. and having it in more or less ingrained in our heads, I think most people who are our age know what the show Cops is uh-huh. and they know that theme song. Right, and that's fair, and it's it, it's such a like you know, not universally known, but it's just a well known song, and that show just really you know popularized it. You and, know? It and it could be that, and, and and there's that thing too where I'm not sure like the history of the song in general. Like I'm not sure if it was like a like you know an absolute banger when it was released, right? But you know the show comps definitely escalated it into being like oh. What is that song? Because I'm trying to jam out to that, and I'm trying to drive by anybody who's pulled over, blaring the comp theme song. <laughs> you, you want to know something that's really funny? Uh, I learned this in in uh, astronomy classes of all places, because <laughs> uh, we were talking about things. And our astronomy teacher, uh, I don't know what happened to him. He, I think he, he I don't know. So sidetrack real quick he got fired i guess for sexual assault at the high school after we had graduated. I don't know. And it do, it makes sense, but. Because he, he was a weird guy. He is probably still. But here's here's what's funny. So he's talking to us about something in astronomy because we're talking about space. <sighs> and so he tells us, he's like, hey, what were the three most successful shows that kind of got Fox really the, you know, off the ground running? The Simpsons, Cops, and it comes all full circle, The X-Files. Huh. And he wanted to bring up The X-Files because we was in astronomy class. And he said, X-Files, Aliens, Space, Full circle. <laughs> I just, I just had to get that off because I learned that in astronomy class. Hey, what were the three most successful shows on Fox in the nineties uh, around this time? Uh, the Simpsons, uh, Cops, and uh, X Files. Ding, ding, ding. You pass astronomy. You know all about space and the moon, and stars. Yeah, <laughs> Do it. I? That's yeah, that's yeah, that's one of those weird things too, where it's like there is all kinds of crap that you know. I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head mm-hmm. if I can if I'm being completely honest about it but um you know just like being in class and just being like oh yeah this is what this is about or like this is what that is or it's just being like bro this is this is US history why are we talking about this like there was like the world history teacher at at our high school mm-hmm. I swear to god she was one of the nicest ladies of all time and she was mm-hmm. one of my favorite teachers in high school in mm-hmm. general but God damn, could that woman go on a tangent? My God! I think a lot of them really could. Like, hey, what's this poem about? Well, it says something about yellow roads. So, oh, it's about you know they're going forward in life. Actually, what it's about is this is like the way that the world works with the equator, and this is why the glass ceiling is so realistic for the men and women to get paid in dividends. I don't think so, man. I I I, I, I think doubtful. that's just I think that's that weird thing that English teachers just need something to validate their major because they majored in the language that they speak. Could you imagine like Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven? It's about death, and Edgar Allan Poe writes in a little note like, "No, it's not. It's about a raven in my room." It He's was like, so weird. I had to write. Hey. He was raven. like, it, he was like, it was the strangest time of my life. There was a bird that wouldn't leave me alone. That's what that's about. It's just about a bird that wouldn't leave me alone. Are you I sure obvi- it's not about the looming of death? I'm pretty... Po- I wrote it. He's like, I... 
and and, and I, I don't know, man. It, again, I, I'm going to stick with that, and I'm going to say that, you know, English teachers, the reason that they make things more difficult than they need to be mm-hmm. or that they, you know, they make you interpret things, which a little bit of a side note mm-hmm. is understandable obviously you know you can read something and you can interpret it one way while someone can interpret it another way but obviously then... there's the overbearing interpretation that the author meant mm-hmm. when they wrote that piece right but but even... to go as far as to be like no your interpretation is wrong uh-huh. is the same thing as being like no your opinion is wrong, bro. If you hit me with the interpretation is wrong, you better come with some cold hard be, you better, facts. You better, you better tell me Boy. where I missed something, what theme I was missing, because that happens as well. I want the theme I miss. I want to know the fact. I, I want to know what the, your interpretation is before you tell me that my interpretation I is wrong. I want your bibliography. I want to see your sources cited. I want it to be an MLA format, five paper <laughs> essay. I want Times, Times New Roman. Twelve font, twelve font, double space. Don't even think about double space, and I want it in the margins, every page, top to bottom. Better not try to add no cover sheet for no fifth page. No, nope. let you, me tell you, you add a picture, ooh, you add some clip art, your ooh, ass is getting a D automatic. Ooh. And you know what? It's five pages before the bibliography. That's a sixth page. I want it on my desk in the morning. Name, date, MLA format, right there. If you can't provide that to me. Guess what? I don't care what you guys say. So high school is fun. Wait, not, he, not just saying that high know, school is weird. You know, here's a fun fact. Even if someone did that, with all the reason I was wrong, I would just say you really wasted time because I don't really care. Yeah, it's true. It's like, <laughs> dude, you're gonna, you're like, yes, I understand. Like, as a teacher, one of your, I guess, probably one of your purposes as a teacher is not only to teach that that particular subject and that particular, you know, subject matter. Hmm. But it is also to, you know, probably reach out and, you know, maybe impact a a few students' lives. Obviously, you're not going to impact everybody's life. That's goddamn impossible. Right. But how is it that you're going to impact somebody's life if you're telling them that they're wrong? Mm -hmm. Because, oh, I interpreted this particular story this way. You can't interpret it that way. Uh And, you know, it's funny because I think English is probably the only class besides, like, an art class that you just interpret what they're saying. In history, it's like, oh, this is why they this, did it. This is what happened. These are the dates. This is how not to do it again. <clears throat> and this is why they did it. This was their reasoning. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, it makes sense. Math, this is why this equals this. Okay, uh, science, this is this. Because if it isn't, then boom, boom happens. And you're like, okay, cool. English. Hey, man, what do you think he meant by this word? Well, considering he says the, that is quite the interesting word of choice. I never would have thought the word the should have been used. And, and, and I'm getting the feeling that there's going to be people out here who, who their favorite subject in school was, was English. And they're going to be like, well, there's more to English than just interpretation. Obviously, you learn, you know, sentence structure and blah, blah. It's like, yeah, I guess. I don't need to know what those are. I net like for me, I guess that was my one gripe with English uh-huh. was the fact that it's like, oh, we're gonna teach you like I could I could see it as as a writing class. Like if it was strictly like you were only writing in this class, we're gonna teach you how to write, so obviously you're gonna need to know sentence structure, how flow works, stuff like that. Like how to conjugate verbs and yeah. how to how to, you know, use the, the, the apostrophes, commas, semicolons. That'd be yeah. That that makes sense as uh-huh. far as, as as far as a writing class goes, but just a strict basis of English I don't give two shits what an adverb does or why it ends in L-Y bro you don't watch the schoolhouse rock I don't need to watch schoolhouse rock I had there was an English teacher that I had in high school who said he's like you know he's like technically speaking English should be the easiest subject in this entire you know realm of school that you're ever in because you speak it every day. That makes sense. Mm. But just because I speak it doesn't mean that I understand why. You know what's funny about that too? <clears throat> so, obviously, you know, we, we speak English and like, there's other languages that were offered at school. And sometimes, uh, to get like the, the A and whatever, uh, the, the Spanish-speaking kids would take a Spanish class. Yeah, and they'd like, always get a B. Really? Dude, it was so funny um, because... 
They um, would really. So funny enough, there was one kid in my Spanish class first uh, freshman year who didn't get an A, and he got roasted for it by some other student. Uh-huh. I want to say it was the girl that he was dating. He, she was like, "How did you not get an A in this class?" Because in those classes, he, she, that's all it is, is learning the She was like, you words. speak Spanish. And he's like, look, I understand that. Uh-huh. He's like, obviously, I know how to speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. But learning it is weird. And the way it's taught is weird. And it's not the way that like you're taught growing up to speak that language. Which I think is why mm-hmm. English is so stupid for us English speakers. Because it's like, there's so much crap that goes into our language. Well, because I was going to say, because in, in high school, you know... There was a lot more option for the languages that you could take. And this is weird because I went to a weird elementary school. There was a mix of like either the kids' parents were dealing dope or the kids' parents were like royalty. Like that was it. Like there was no in between. It's either they were rich or poor, you know. Mm -hmm. And so we had French class in our our elementary school. So I can think – because I only took two years of the second language in high school. So through elementary, middle, and high school, I've taken a total of ten years of French. I know Jack nothing. Jack all about, you know, France and French language. Yeah. I can tell you, you know, cheveux means the hair and stuff. I can give you a basic hello. But you come at me with some complex verbs, I'm going to be like, uh, yeah, we be. Not, it's just, I don't know what it is. I took French for 10 years, and I have nothing to show you. What do you think, if you do anything for 10 years? Anything. You're probably going to be pretty goddamn good at it. Not honestly. me, man. I watched Muzzy. There was a little thing. They were like, hey, you're watching the movie. You're learning. I was like, hey, I'm learning. You know, colors, verde, whoa. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm an adult. People, hey, you learn any languages? Oh, I learned some French. They start speaking to me in French. I'm like, hold up, sister. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <clears throat> definitely weird. I think it's one of those things where it's just like, just like, if you're not constantly speaking it mm-hmm. or constantly using it, then obviously, you know, it's going to... You're just, it's not going to register with you because like, again, I, I always, I've always kind of wanted to learn another language anyway, simply based off the fact that I think it'd be really cool Mm -hmm. to just like hit somebody with some, some straight up, you know, insult in like, you know, Spanish for, for instance. Bro, let me tell you, I know an insult in three different languages, the exact same insult. Tu madre, ta mère, ya mom. That's, that's fair. But it's just it's it's one of those things where it's like I don't know, I think I think learning another language is just it's one of those skills mm-hmm. that I think yeah, you know again, if you, if really... you don't use it all the time or if you're not like actively involved with it, it's not going to happen. And I think that's part of it. So I, I know people that speak multiple languages and I'm like that's crazy, you know, but on top of it, I just how can I put it? The French teacher always had us speaking French in the classroom. That's it. You spoke English, man, you got roasted in French. But here's the problem. They didn't ever make things too clear. So we had a French, uh, a girl from France who came in the class and would, you know, help the French teacher. You know, she would always go to France. They were family friends. Mm-hmm. And so we're talking about how to visit places, all right? And sit back, kids. This is a roller coaster of a story for you, boy. <laughs> uh so, to visit a place, you say, uh, je visite, meaning I'm going to visit, and then you say the place. All right, cool. Me thinking, oh, I'm going to go visit somebody. I'm like, you know, they're all saying, the place. I'm going to go visit a person. Mm-hmm. So, I see Jean, she's from France. I'm like, that's perfect. You know, I can visit her. So, me, my French name in French class was a Raphael. <laughs> picked it because it was a Ninja Turtle. I said, yo, that's so sweet. Don't even come at me. <laughs> so, they say, Raphael. I'm like, ah, oui, oui. Uh, je visite. Uh, and I say her name. Next thing I know, I'm smiling. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. I look at the French teacher's face. She looks disgusted with me. She looks like I have committed the crime against nature itself. <laughs> the French the, the French lady is sitting in the corner. She is blushing mad, homie. So, what they don't tell you is when you visit, you have to visit a place. If you visit a person, it means you're going there for some uh, sexual relations, as Bill Clinton would say. <laughs> so, I'm in the middle of high school French class <laughs> saying, yo... I'm about to go up with old girl over here, <laughs> and we're gonna we're we gonna, gonna we gonna do the nasty. We're gonna do the horizontal polka behind the school. Mm-hmm. So me not knowing that, I'm like, 
how am I supposed to know that? You you just say visite place. I'm like, hey, okay, yeah. visite person. Because I'm thinking nouns. Okay, visite noun. No. Conjugation of verbs is important. And just understanding that. And so after learning that, I'm like, you know. Because then she had to have this whole talk about how we have to be accepting of all the cultures. This is why it's a roller coaster. <clears throat> we're talking about tank tops. The French word for tank top. I don't remember what it is. But just know we're talking about tank tops. And I'm like, oh, like, uh, okay, I'm sorry if this offends anybody. This is where I was raised. This is what we called a tank top in the house. Oh, you're talking about a wife beater? Oh, a wife beater. A wife beater, yep. So I said, a wife beater. That's, that's strike two for you, boy. I think I remember this story. I got her grilling me about how that's not what you call it. She yeah, go, I do remember this. She's not speaking English. She's not, she not speaking French somewhere. She's speaking English at me. That's how you know she's hey. you know she big mad. Hey. That's how you know. Hey. And then I'm like, you just told me to be accepting of other people's cultures. I grew up in a culture where that's what we called them. She gets all quiet. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be rude. I, I, I know it's probably a really bad term for it, but... That's what we called you're, you're it. You're just like, I was raised in a household where we watched cops. And, you know, I'm not saying that the domestic violence was, was around. But let me tell you, I got a few spankings in my day. I did, man. I got the belt. Mm-hmm. And I got... The, so, my mama got to a point where the hand didn't work no the more. The hands. So, I got I got upgraded from the hands to a spoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, got so used to the spoon, <laughs> broke the spoon. She got went, more mad at you, didn't she? Way more mad because that's my spoon. Why'd you break it? I didn't you th- <laughs> I didn't mean to break went it. Went back to the hand mm-hmm. for a little bit. Definitely got the belt and then it was just it was just shoves into the ground from then on out. You know, and I got upgraded from a, a mom to the dad because mm-hmm. it was mom would handle the business. Then I got a little bigger. Then it was wait till your dad gets home. Followed by I didn't hear that. I just heard the, the dial tone. Beep boop 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 beep boop boop boop. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, that that button sequence. That's my father's. And she just be grilling me. And so it's funny because a lot of kids probably, nowadays probably don't have the same story. But a lot of the greatest stories ever told. Always end with how your parents beat your booty afterwards. Let man. me tell you, I cannot tell you how many times growing up I got my ass handed to me by either parent. You know, it was one of those things that my dad, especially, he was raised like that. Mm-hmm. You know, his dad was in the Navy, so his dad was like super strict and blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And corporal punishment was. Like, that was the punishment. Like, you got a warning, and the next thing you knew is you were fucking over somebody's knee catching a belt or a stick or a spoon or a hand. One of those things. Bro, let me tell you. That's just... Because my, my father's black. And so, he was born in the 60s. So, my grandpa, being a, a black man, living through all that, you know, with uh, you know Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King Jr., all that. That's what he had to go through. So, my dad was raised in, like, you know, that's the punishment. You, you had to learn how to behave. So here's the story my dad tells me is this fool gets a bunch of bed sheets, right? Mm-hmm. He climbs up the local water tower in town because my dad thinks he's going to parachute on off the building. My grandpa saw this. My dad got too scared to come down. My grandpa climbed up a water tower, took his belt off, and whooped my daddy <laughs> on top of a water tower. For the whole town to see, I bet. Dude, yeah, dude. It's just, that's how it was. So that's the man that raised me. He... He didn't let me get nothing. Like, bro, I love my dad. I respect him, but I always knew, man, he come home, I get scared. Mm-hmm. Like, there was, I didn't even do nothing wrong. I should adore him. I'm like, please, I hope I didn't do anything. Yeah. And he'd be like, what are you doing? I'm like, uh. And I know it's those things, and there's going to be people out there who hear this, and they're going to be like, oh, you were raised in an abusive household. No. And it's like, no, that's not what that was. <laughs> I, was my, I know my parents loved me, because obviously I'm still alive. I got fed. I got clothed. I had a roof over my head. And they taught me how to be like responsible they, enough to they, where I have my own spot. Like I can survive. I know how to not be a jerk to people. You, you know, know, and I'm not and I'm not saying that, you know, corporal punishment is the way that you need to go as a parent. Uh-huh. Obviously there are other ways of disciplining your child. Oh, most everyone has their own style. But I think our whole generation of that, you know, of being raised up on corporal punishment mm-hmm. and knowing that if I mess this up or if I mess up doing something or mm-hmm. if I'm, you know, caught being a piece of shit child, mm-hmm. I'm going to catch something that's going to cause me physical pain. <laughs> and it's you're just you're just conditioned to not want to do terrible things. 
because I don't want to be in any physical pain at all. And so why am I going to throw rocks through this window with my homeboy if I know that the moment I go inside that the adults are going to talk to each other mm-hmm. and once the story is all said and done, <laughs> I'm going to catch a belt right to my ass. Not only am I catching that pain, but I'm also getting grounded mm-hmm. and having no luxuries. But it's, gonna, even, mm-hmm. it's even as so much as like... You know, my dad always told me, I'd rather it be me that punish you than someone random in the street. Yeah. Like, I act a fool, I get shot. My dad's like, I'd rather hit you with the belt than you get shot. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fair. Because I see these videos of these kids acting crazy, and then they get knocked out by some random dude. Random as and, super and, random. They be minding their business at a gas station talking mad shit. Next thing you know, they're on the ground. 40-year-old dude just uppercut. You go, shut up, and just and hit them. they're just donezo. And then everyone's like... Why'd you have a kid? And they're like, because their parents didn't do it. <laughs> and a, I'm not condoning child abuse, but I'm saying you got to raise I, your kids with someone else with. <laughs> again, it goes all back full circle, all the way back to that. There's going to be some kind of act in your life mm-hmm. that humbles you. So I would rather have been raised to know how to be humble mm-hmm. and to know that I could be humbled. Rather than go off into the world mm-hmm. as some, you know, 18-year-old who thinks that, you know, the world can't touch me and that the world is my bitch and get knocked out at a 7-Eleven. Yep. And- because I'm not trying to end up on World Star ever. Even as a 23, almost 24-year-old, I'm not trying to end up on World Star. Mm-hmm. Because there's, I, there is no bigger fear in my life than getting knocked out cold. Oh my god. I have got better things to do than to be in a coma <laughs> for a couple of in minutes. Fetal position. <laughs> because I decided to, you know, talk shit to the local gas station attendant. And speaking of that, I saw a video where the old boy was talking to the gas station. So it's a black man. He's getting all mad at the gas station attendant. Uh, it's a Chinese guy. Um, that's rude. I can't assume he's just Chinese. He might. He's just Asian. Is all I know. Um, <laughs> I know. That was rude. I can't. I just. I can't just be assuming things. You can't man. be racist like that in today's day and age. I CNN can. is after you, dude. Hey, they. They already know. They're, they're about to Liam Neeson me, yeah, bro. Yeah, they're, they're, they're at the up. door. Whoops. But anyway, uh, so the black man tells him he starts cussing this guy out. He's like, you know, you ain't nothing. He's like, pop behind this counter and see what happens. And so the, the Asian guy, he just stopped what he's doing. He walk around the counter. The black guy got all quiet. He's like, oh. This, this Asian guy gets in his face, and he goes, what you gonna do about it, Trick? What you gonna do about it? You ain't gonna do nothing. You ain't gonna do nothing. That's what I thought. And he walks back behind the counter and says, now get out of my store. And the black guy looks so scared for his life after talking that much. And he said, I'm gonna I'm, 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 I'm go outside. Everyone's like, you better go outside. Don't start a fight. You can't win. And so, and I remember, cause, and that's why I'm happy my dad taught me, because one of the scariest moments of my life was when my mom and I got into an argument. I was in high school. My mom swung at me, mm-hmm. and I have them reflexes. And I'm like, yo, dude, I'm like Teen Gohan, Super Saiyan 2, can't touch this. I put my hand up, bam, I blocked that karate oh, no. chop. Oh, no. Dude, Oh no. I felt like Neo in the Matrix. <laughs> but then that, like, success of feeling like Neo, it turned into feeling like any camper in Friday the 13th when I realized that now she's just going to call my dad. <laughs> He's gonna come home. And, 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 and moms, I'm not saying that moms are liars, but I bet she over exaggerated. He hit me! There you go. <laughs> he, beat, he beat me up! He's abusing me! Oh, man. And, it, and it, it, that was just so scary because at first I'm like, heck yeah, you can't hit me anymore. Then I'm like, wait a minute. Uh-huh. Slow motion. It settles in. I turn around. All I see is this really big buff black man just staring into my soul like ghost rider and i'm like please <laughs> no and then it's just boom there it goes man it's like i'm uh what's his name i'm like rocky getting knocked out guy like here come not not even rocky and knocked out just anybody gets knocked out in boxing in general dude like i felt like he was mike tyson <laughs> he was coming for me and i was like please don't and I got to catch that hook, that haymaker coming my way, dude. That haymaker that sends me through the wall. Mm-hmm. And with that, I love my father. And I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, I think we can end it on this. I think R. Kelly, I think Jussie, I think every person that's ever been on Cops needs my dad to whoop them. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I think maybe that's just what all criminals need is a is is a good ass whooping. Mm-hmm. I understand in prison it happens more often than not, but even still, it adds character. 
I, it's it definitely is one of those things that a few good ass beatings, you're probably not gonna do whatever it was that you was doing again. Like I said, I I made some mistakes and something. Yeah, obviously, there's, there's dumb things like arguments that I made, but I didn't really make the same major mistake twice. Yeah, because I learned For enough sure. the first time. Uh, I lied. I, I wanted to talk about this real quick. My father had come home to get me the belt, but I was prepared, man. I put on 20 layers of shorts, and I thought, I'm unstoppable. My dad said, drop the shorts. I did, and he hit me, and he's like, oh, wait a minute. You got more on. Drop them. So I kept dropping them. He got so mad and frustrated. It took me so long that he just started going for the calves. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, that's what you get. And it's one of those things where I would count how many lashes there were in my head. Because I'd be like, "Ah, one, ah, two, ah." And then there was a point where I just couldn't count anymore because I was just too busy trying to focus on, like, not, not dying. Not dying. Surviving the night. Not getting obliterated and being like, can I still sit on the toilet to use the bathroom later yep. or am mm-hmm. I gone? Am I donezo? <laughs> Is this the end of me? Yep. And so with that, I think it's time for our song of the week, B. Song of the week. All right. So I know I had mentioned to you <laughs> that there should be a dual song of the week. Given the special occasion, given we the think special, there needs to be. Given the special occasion of Valentine's Day, you know, I'm into, I'm into spirit of love. And I'm saying, you know, I'm going to give you guys some extra love this week. Some of that DP music? Not. <laughs> one, no. One I for your soul and one to just kind of pleasure you a little. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have put it like that, but okay. All right, I get where you're coming from, but maybe next time we don't use that analogy. All right, so my personal song of the week, this is just for me personally. We have the, you know, we have our song of the week, but then there's my personal song of the week. My song of the week goes out to let me double check just so I don't mess the name up. It goes out to the one, the only, and I am not shitting you when I say this, the cops theme song. Um, that act, the actual title of the song is Bad Boys. If mm-hmm. you just look it up on like Spotify or YouTube, I'm sure you'll find it. Mm-hmm. It actually says Bad Boys and in parentheses, theme from cops. is <laughs> by Inner Circle off of the album Blazing Fire. I don't know anything else about the band Inner Circle at all other than this one song. That's my personal song of the week. <laughs> I it mean, can make you feel nice. It can make you feel like a criminal. You can have a montage. You can have a montage of you running away from the cops because nobody likes the cops. And <laughs> the, the, the in the song of the week that we had a uh, that, that we've discussed between the both of us after just a real hypey week was uh, it's a little bit of an older song, but that's okay because I mean it's not too much older. It's uh, from JID off the DiCaprio two. Uh, it's a song featuring the legendary J. Cole. The one, the only Jeremiah Cole. Oh, Cole. Where he says, straight up, now tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Oh, oh, oh. Anyways. The song is called Off D's. That song made me feel some type of way when I was listening to it. Let me tell you. So, little, little bit of a, little bit of a preface to this. I had actually heard this song way before you had showed it to me. Mm-hmm. And I know that you had messed up originally and sent me another song. And I remember listening to that. The first song uh-huh. you sent me, and I was like, bro, this ain't the song of the week. I'm overriding that right now. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. No, this is the song of the week. Because like, let me tell you, I think the first time I he- I think the first time I heard the song, I was laying in bed, mm-hmm. getting ready to go to sleep. And I had just... <laughs> some hip hop playlist on. You just start dancing in your bed, like exactly. That's all I did. I was, I was yeah, dude. I'm just jam. just jamming out, minding my own business, <laughs> looking like you were in Fortnite, doing them little Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Fort, Fort, it was Fortnite. it was it was quite the it was quite the spectacle to behold. Let me tell you, but you know, it's definitely one of those things. Again, the beat, super hard. Oh yeah, and just. Jared, he just he be flipping up and flipping and swipping and he's like and then J Cole come in there like Stanley Kubrick and you know it it it's definitely a song again for me personally that is a gym song all the way oh you, yeah you like running you like working out you like you like stressing your body out in a healthy manner mm-hmm. that's the song to go for um and you know you you're all probably thinking to yourself. Wow, these guys is just building my workout playlist. Don't do that because it's going to take you forever to build yourself a workout playlist because we're only two songs deep. 
Yeah, man. I mean, Technically, three songs if you really want to put the cop theme song on your workout playlist. Yeah, but that'd be good for the treadmill because then you can really pretend like you're the criminal. That's true. Or the cop, whatever you're into. <sighs> what you want? What you just, want? Just you, you know, just training yourself for whatever it is that you're doing. Even eating some donuts. What Eat- <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Bad boys. Bad boys. All right. Well, with that, that's a wrap. Uh, again. We got the Twitter. We got a new Facebook page. As Facebook a matter, Facebook official. We're Facebook official without the without the blue check mark. So technically, we're 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 not verified. Mark Zuckerberg don't know who we are. But he will one day. But he well he probably knows who we are anyway, just because we're on Facebook as it is. But he's like Tom from MySpace. <laughs> but it, Tom was nice. Tom never bothered you or or took down your memes. He just wanted to be your friend. He just wanted to be your friend. That's all. He just made a website because he was like, I'm kind of a lonely guy. I need some friends. Here's some good music. There you go. Perfect. That's all they needed. So we got the Facebook page. Same thing. Uh, Bruising Bros. Mm-hmm. That's that's it, right? Just Bruising Bros. There's no Bruising Bros. Uh, it's not the podcast after that. It's just bruising bros. Yep, just bruising bros. It's got the same picture that on is SoundCloud. on that is on SoundCloud, Twitter, all of that. Uh-huh. Uh, the cover photo is uh, King Kai from Dragon Ball Z, yeah. yelling at the top of his lungs. Yep, just doing what King Kai does best, and that's scream. That's just annoying everybody who is on Earth defending it when. Oh yeah, because he's just chilling up there talking to yep. people. That son of a gun. But yeah, so we got the Facebook page, the Twitter page, uh-huh. SoundCloud, obviously. Uh, all of these links will be posted out. There is a new YouTube account as well. Um, so be on the lookout for that. That is also just Bruise and Bros podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, with the same picture as everything else. Um, I'm still trying to figure out exactly how to upload them because, again, I am technologically in advanced. But hey, we're figuring it out for you guys, the whole five of you that stuck around this long. Mm-hmm. But hey, uh, if you like this, go ahead, share it with everybody, pass the message along, and, uh, we're thinking about dropping some uh, eventual t-shirts with some of our greatest slogans. And we're probably going to do like a Q&A kind of dealio here soon with the people who do listen. So if you want to get your input on there, you know, uh, Facebook page, send messages, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll go from there. Or just, you know, do whatever it is that you feel is necessary. Hey, man, live your life. We don't know how to end this. So just uh, All right, click uh, that button, and then we'll just... Bite. So... We're not going to just end it like last time. That was kind of janky, but I think that's the only way that you really end podcasts. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, yeah you just got to like make it all obvious. Just click the button. Just click the... Where's it at? There's it right there. That's the one. You got it?